Hey everybody, Rick Manning, President of Americans for Limited Government here. Well, we've had uh, some breakthroughs. The Biden administration, Energy Department, has uh, made the startling discovery that, you know, that uh, pesky little coronavirus that killed 7 million people around the world, yeah, it might have come from a lab in Wuhan. You know, we don't know, but it just might have come from a lab in Wuhan. Amazing, the ama just amazing the, uh, the way these guys have figured things out. Uh, you know, Fauci resigns and goes away in December 2022. And suddenly the Department of Energy, uh, which was told to figure this out in 2021, by the way, um, by Biden, um, figures it out and says, oh, man, it might have come from, you know, might have come from the Wuhan lab. Uh, we just don't know. But, you know, it's uh, one of the things that we do know is that uh, people is, uh, let's say, uh, esteemed scientists like John Stewart, for instance, um, back, you know, in 2022 was saying the following. Batting pandemics, because in 1918, mm -hmm. the advice was wear a mask, wash your hands. That's right. And 100 years later, 103 years later, wear a mask, wash your hands. It was soul crushing to find that. I was really hoping that like in 1918, they'd be like, drink a tincture of mercury and butterfly juice. <laughs> like you were, I was hoping it'd be like some bizarre thing. And I'm like, we've come a long way, baby. It's the exact same. How do you feel about the science now? Well, so I will say this. I, I, and I honestly mean this. I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has, in many ways, helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic, uh, which was more than likely caused by science. <laughs> So, and that's kind of. Hold on a sec. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I'll, it's I'll, coffee. I wouldn't I'll, do that. I wouldn't for, do that to you. I'm so what, what do you? Takes, but what do you? What, 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 what do you mean by? Do you mean like well, this? So perhaps this, this, there's a chance that this was created in a lab. There's an investigation. A chance. Well, but I, so, I, 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 oh I, my if God. there's evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they I, ask I, those scientists, they're like, how did this, so wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. <laughs> and you're like, no, I, you, you, the wait, name wait, of your lab. If you look at the name, look at the name. Can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come on. Okay, wait, okay, wait, wait, okay. Wait a second, wait a what about second. this? What about wait this? Listen to this. Wait a second. All right. John. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the chocolate factory. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a chocolate factory. You know, 
and John and John Stewart got in some trouble for that. But you know what? As as funny as it, it sounds, when he's that emphatic, it's exactly it's what every one of us knew. The reason those people were laughing is every single one of them knew that what he was saying was true. And all this, all the distortion and all the all the twisting and attempting to get around the basic obvious fact. You know, sometimes the most obvious thing, the most logical thing, actually is the thing. And so, well, we're glad that um, uh, the energy department is caught up with uh, Dr. John Stewart. Um, you know, back in uh, just a see, back in May of 2020, 2021, I guess, like 2020, um, there were science, there's a letter to Science Magazine, which laid out the, the probability that the um, that this came from the lab. Um, unfortunately, um, then we went to, uh, and, and well, and then, you know, we, Americans for Limited Government, Robert Romano in our shop, laid out a con kind of a comprehensive um, review of where we were. This was in October 21 of 2021, um, because uh, Representative uh, Posey from down in Vero Beach, Florida, uh, had legislation that he was pushing to try to, to try to get an actual investigation, a real investigation funded by Congress to figure out what the heck was going on and get to the bottom uh, of it because he had evidence that it came from the Wuhan lab. So imagine that. So a congressman was all over it. Robert wrote this, um, wrote this piece and you know, and he quotes Dr. Fauci in the in the opening. I will repeat: the NIH category is not funded gain-of-function research to be conducted at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Well, there's just one small small problem, and that is they did they did fund something called Echo Health Alliance. Echo Health Alliance was run by a guy named. Peter Dajic, and we're going to see him a little bit here. And he was a, and so they subcontracted to the Wuhan Institute um, and to, for their participation, USAIDs, that's the US, uh, that's our international giveaway money organization, emerging pandemic threats predict $200 million program. So Echo Health got money from NIH, Got money from the, the people who Fauci specifically said he didn't get money from uh, to do gain of function research. They also were working with Wuhan Institute through another grant through USAID, and they funded a 2017, November 2017 study on bat to human COVID transmission, co authored by the director of the Center for Emerging Infectious Diseases at Wuhan. Dr. Xi Zheng Li. Dr. Xi Zheng Li was, in fact, the person who, as strange as it may seem, once again, she was known as a bat lady of China because she crawled around in caves and got bat and, and got you know bat stuff. Okay, they got bat viruses and brought them back to the Wuhan virus, so the Wuhan lab because they wanted to, to do work on them. And the reason they wanted to do work on them is because bats um, have a unique. Uh, because they're mammals or, or transmit, apparently they're very, tra they transmit a lot of disease. Um, they bite things. They, they, you know, they basically are, 
uh, you know, get into other inter, other animals' blood. So they transmit a lot of different diseases. And yeah, Robert Romano, Outcomes Razor. No, yep, that's exactly what it is. Um, but, you know, so this Peter Dejit guy, you know, goes off at Echo, Echo, Echo Health. And we're going to see just what he has to say. But first, you know, this was from Elon Musk this weekend. Elon Musk this weekend responding to a, a thread talking about Dr. Anthony Fauci um, funding, uh, helping fund the, the uh, development of the COVID-19 vaccine or COVID-19. Elon Musk, he did it via pass-through organization, Echo Health. So Elon, so Echo Health directly finger pointed at him February 26, 2023. But if you had read Robert Romano's piece on the 20, way back when, on October 21, 2021, you would have been all over Echo Health. And so that's a very, very, so just know that's the, that's the pass through. That's how Fauci says, oh, we didn't fund it. We gave the money to somebody else. And then they went off and they worked in the, in the Wuhan lab and used that money to do just that. And here is a little clip of Peter Daszak um, from Echo Health. It's, I've, I've moved it forward about 30 minutes into the clip, but um, because first it's, it's pretty boring, truthfully. But I just wanted to hear this little bit. He talks about doing gain-of-function research. But if you're saying these are diverse uh, coronaviruses and you can't vaccinate against them, there are no antivirals, what, what, do we, what do we do? Well, so I, I think that coronaviruses are pretty good. I mean, neurovirologists, you know all this stuff, but they, you can um, manipulate them in the lab pretty easily. It's yeah. just spike protein drives a lot of what happens with the yeah. coronavirus, uh, zoonotic risk. So you can get the sequence, you can build the protein, and we work with Ralph Barrick at UNC mm -hmm. to do this. Um, insert it into the backbone of another virus right. and do do some work in the lab. So you can get more predictive when you find a sequence. You've got okay. this diversity. Now, the, the logical progression for vaccines is... Okay, I want to stop it right there because he talks about a guy named Ralph Barrick from the University of North Carolina. Um, and R Ralph Barrick at University of North Carolina was doing gain-of-function research. Um, funded by Echo Health, funded by NIH, and that's a and so that's what he that's what Ralph Barrick was doing, and that research got moved to Wuhan when there was a kind of a FAW ban on uh, gain of function research. Uh, the Barrick research went, was moved to Wuhan, so funded by Echo Health, funded by Fauci. Okay, so he's just. Dejic, just right there, admits everything by saying, here's what we do. We do it with this guy. Okay. So, yeah, guess what, folks? When you get down to it, Jon Stewart was right. If there's a chocolate, if there's a massive chocolate leak near Hershey, Pennsylvania, you might, you might want to look at the Hershey factory. And similarly, under these circumstances, it, our federal government banned people off of social media for saying the obvious. When Jon Stewart made that rant on television, the reason Colbert was so taken aback was because that was off script. It wasn't what you were supposed to say. He broke all the rules. 
because he was being he was saying what everybody knew. And you know what? Because of this, and because of the lie, because if we'd known up front, the Chinese, if we'd known, if the Chinese had been straight up and said, this is the this is the coronavirus that we were working on, this is what we did to it, there would have been a chance to really interdict this thing and, and maybe stop it before it became murdering 7 million people, causing unknown, untold number of people to have weakened immune systems and dying of other diseases causing people to um, you know, ha- take actions against their will, which may pro- compromise their health in the future. You know, they con- they, because of this, they threw, took our kids out of school for a year and a half because the teachers unions were afraid to go in and teach them. There was no threat to the children. They knew that. But yet they, they, they set back our kids' educations by a year and a half to two years take a year and a half off of somebody who's of education, off somebody who's 45, you're not missing that much. You take a year off of somebody who's six or seven years old when they're just in a, they're, they're just acute getting so much input and it's all sticking. You're destroying their future. We destroyed children's future because these guys wouldn't fess up and say, we did it. Here's what we did. And we've got it. We've got to fix it. No, they covered it up. They they threw dirt on it. And anybody who tried to say anything otherwise, they shut them down. They shut them up. They they intimidated them. Real doctors, real virologists, tried to say, "Wait a second, this is garbage." They were told, "Nope, you're you're banned," because you had the audacity to say, "Hey, this came out of a Wuhan lab," because that was those were the words that could not be spoken. Donald Trump said, it's the China virus, the China virus. So we all remember, we weren't allowed to say that. That was, oh, that was uh, sinophobic. You know, when Donald Trump shut down the airplanes, air travel from China, Nancy Pelosi said, that's horrible. This was in January of 2020, Um, said that's horrible. And went off and encouraged and went to the Chinese New Year celebrations and encouraged everybody to go out and hung, hung or hang, hug people from uh, who were dancing around, which you know, no problem with hanging, uh, hugging people of anybody type. But come on, folks. Nancy Pelosi was the one who was saying we shouldn't be engaging in any predict, predict, protective behavior. It's uh, and you know, a short time later. She's trying to cram us all in masks and, and masks and vaccinated, whether we needed it or not. So, yeah, this is a, but the real fact here is if we, if these guys had come clean and said, these are the coronaviruses we were working on, these are the ones we sent over there, we need to take a look at it. Um, those who are trying to find out, find treatments, those who are trying to predict what would happen with this virus would have been six months to nine months ahead of the game. Because the di- the data was all already there for what was likely the core virus. By the way, uh, Peter Daszak said that there was, uh, they were working on a hundred viruses just like that. So you, they're but, did we go in and were we using that? No, they said the same Daisic guy, 
um, signed a letter with a bunch of scientists and no, it's, it's zoological. This is, this came from uh, animals. It didn't come from a virus, a, a leak at the Wuhan lab. They knew that they came from a leak at the Wuhan lab. They lied and 7 million people died. It's just, but now Joe Biden, after abusing us with lockdowns and lockups and demanding that we give up our personal freedoms uh, because of concerns about the, this disease. Now he wants to come out and beat his chest and say, oh, well, I was way, I'm way ahead of this. You know, my government's checking it out and looking at it and, you know, give me credit. We're going to do a victory lap because we were the ones who said, found out that it might have come from the corona, from the Wuhan lab. Conveniently, we're, we're in the midst of a power struggle with China right now. And it's in their interest it's in America's interest to put paint, put the finger on China. But the fact of the matter is those same people are now saying that with the exact ones putting, uh, putting their thumb on the scale and saying, no, you can't even talk about it. And we're going to say, we're going to make it. So uh, if you talk about being Wuhan lab, you are shunned because it came from an animal. Sorry, John Stewart got it right. And all those scientists, Got it exactly wrong. And the fact is, I'm not telling you anything you knew because this is something you guys all knew. And that's a, and that is a very, very, very important point. And yeah, um, Ken Goldman, the, the, the grants did come out um, to Echo Health in 2014, 2015, um, during the Obama administration. That is 100% correct, Ken. Um, the, uh, and this is one of the real tragedies. Is most inhuman. It really changed my way of thinking. I think it changed a lot of people's way of thinking about our, our government. We always assumed that there was some compassionate aspect to any of this. If you believe the government has any compassion, has any compassion, and it's not just a bunch of rulemaking and rule followers, having so many people die alone, desperate, without even the hug of a loved one, not even be able to see a loved one, not being able to say goodbye, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. They did it. That's the way, and so we now know there is no, anybody who ever thought that you have to be compassionate, that government, giving government money was a compassionate thing to do? No, giving government money is nothing more than feeding an impassionate, cold beast that has absolutely no feelings whatsoever because it's, it's not human, is a set of rules that shall be followed no matter who gets hurt. That's the government. <sighs> yeah, um, Betsy, Betsy Burns. Well, Betsy, you hate it a lot because truthfully being here in DC, there I find it very rare that they think the public is smart because they think they can get rid of, they can basically pull the wool over the eyes and, you know, they don't have to pull the wool over everybody's eyes. They just need to have to pull the wool over enough people's eyes to stay elected. 
Um, and, um, and we've seen the various techniques that are done to do that, not just in, uh, not just in the Wuhan lab origin. Um, Linda, Trump was right. Yeah, Trump was right. 100% right. He nailed it from the outset. He knew exactly where it came from. And oh, by the way, every honest person who looked at this knew exactly where it came from, knew there was a 90, 95% chance it came from that lab. Okay. That was the only honest, it's kind of like you're standing over, you know, the the, the guys who said it wasn't the lab or the guys who are sitting there, they find a, a murder scene. They come in, the, the victim's on the floor. There's blood all over the person who's standing there with a knife with a knife in their hands, who's on who's on PCP, and is and they see him repeatedly shoving, seemingly shoving, stabbing with a knife, and then they said, "Well, I don't think he did it. I don't think that guy did it. I think somebody else out there did it." And they've been watching too many Columbos, man, because you know the obvious solution is almost always the solution. Occam's razor again, and they they wanted to ignore, for political reasons, the actual origin of the virus, and in doing so, they denied us the capacity to actually go forward and find a cure, find treatments that would work faster, and be able to not have to start from ground zero when doing that. And folks, they are every bit. They not only created the monster. They perpetuated the monster by their lies about the origins. And they continue to, to lie about the origins, truthfully, because they're not saying it came from Wuhan. They're saying, we think it might have come from Wuhan. Um, the, uh, I'm just going to show you, this is the latest and greatest um, Wall Street Journal. This, this article really doesn't say much, unfortunately, but it does. Uh, what did it do? I'm going to get out of this. This article can go away. The, uh, but what the article did, that article was one about, um, that talked about Republicans pushing for release of COVID lab, lab uh, leak evidence. Now, guess what? You know, the Republicans are pushing for that. You know, we've been, Republicans, we've been pushing for release of a lot of things out of the federal government. And even when Donald Trump was president, it was declassifying it. The FBI wouldn't release it. And when Donald Trump declassified and took it home with him as declassified documents, they they launched a special counsel against him for doing that exact thing as related to other, th other things. So what we have is, you know, it's really interesting, but apparently it's not relevant that Republicans are pushing for release of COVID lab leak evidence, because unless it's in Joe Biden's interest to release it, it won't get released. That's just the truth. And I, it makes me sick. It makes me sick how broken this town is. I hate to tell you that, folks, but I, I just, when I look at what we're seeing going on, it is, you know, my job is to try to help you guys see what's going on. And sometimes you guys are the ones who help me see what's going on because I don't want to believe how bad it's gotten. Uh, we got Florida girl. Um, hey, glad, glad you're on today. Um, Basically, anyone asking you for your health information is data gathering. They'll be using you. They are asking the children about their parents also. Yeah, there's a, it's a, you know, if you trust the government, you know, go off and do a 23andMe so the Chinese have your DNA um, and, uh, and, the, and the government will, will buy it because um, 23andMe is 
the data, the data analysis and the DNA analysis done in China. So you've got a, you know, if a, because of Obamacare, I'm going to try to give some perspective on how this happened. During Obamacare, one of the things that happened was um, medical hospitals and doctors and, and medical clinics um, had to develop, uh, spend a lot of money on software to create an interactive system so your medical data could be put in the cloud. And so all those files that used to exist in line doctor's office, we have to go, they go in and they look and find your file. Then they'd open up, they'd see all your, all your lab tests for the last, you know, hundred years and all that junk that all got consolidated and put in the cloud. Okay. And it costs small, small doctors, you know, my, my doctor's office, which is a small private practice, three doctors, um, they told me when, in real time that this was costing about $350,000 to do the software for that. So they are, now why would they want that centrally collected? Because they want to get your, your information. You know, it, it makes it accessible. And presumably from a health perspective, you can go to your, you don't have to carry a big folder around with you. You can go to Dr. A and Specialist B and spe other Specialist C, and they can look and get get your pull down your same data and look at your same charts. That's, that's presumably what it's for. The fact of the matter is our health data is in the cloud and it's been put there. And it's a, if you ever sign, don't sign consent, general consent to release it. Um, and wherever possible, you know, Anytime you give health information away, that health information is either going to be used to market stuff to you. It's going to be used to try to create pro, a profile of you, a disease profile of you. Uh, if you try to get life insurance in the future, they're going to have a complete, uh, they're not going to be using generic uh, numbers in terms of actuarial charts. They're going to be looking at your numbers and doing your own actuarial chart. And they're going to come with a pretty precise number of when you're going to die. And as a result, you know, you're going to get enough life insurance. You're, you're going to have to pay enough to be able to make it worth their while. Um, and because life insurance companies lose when you die later and they win when you die earlier. Okay. So if you've got a term, if you got a term policy, they don't want you to die in, you know, first you know, they want you to die in the first year if you're going to die. They, they want you then to live out beyond the term. And if you live out beyond the term, then you're going to be, uh, you know, that's really the game they play. And it's it's fine. It's how they make a living. And quite honestly, insurance is important. But um, having the information, having being able to guess better, that's what a lot of that's about. Um, and and Joe, you're, you say consent doesn't matter. You know, they probably will. And, you know, it may be a little bit naive to say that consent still matters in a world where they listen in on our machines. We have we've signed consent forms to allow uh, our televisions, our thermostats, our phones, our, uh, our computers and every, you know, basically every electronic device in our house to listen to what we're doing. So anyway, that's your so you're right. Consent probably doesn't matter. Ken, uh, it was not COVID. It was a man-made biological weapon for this on purpose. You know, I am, I'm going to tell you, um, 
that's another reason why they didn't want to look at Wuhan because you have to be the most naive person in the world to not know or not believe that the Chinese were doing biological weapon research at Wuhan. That's a very naive, it's very naive to believe that that wasn't happening. And yet that creates a, creates a whole different problem because at that point, effectively our public health establishment, our tax dollars were being used to fund a bioweapons lab for the Chinese. So I don't think we're ever going to get a public admission of that, but I think you have to be pretty naive not to say that the Chinese aren't invest, don't invest. Remember, every one of these things are run by the, the, the Chinese Communist Party, okay? They're run by the, the People Liberation Army in China. They are the, and, and so these are not being done because we want to have a, uh, you know, we're philanthropic effort to try to save the world. It's being done because they want to develop bioweapon lab, bioweapons. It's, it's just that simple. And I, I think, once again, you have to be really naive not to recognize that. <sighs> Let's see. I don't know what that's a reference to. Um, what is the Department of Energy doing, investigating? They should be sticked to what Carter created. You know, I, I, I asked the same question, and quite honestly, I'm sure there's a reason. Um, Maybe they're the only ones who had the, um, I, I have no idea, but who are you going to have investigated the, uh, the NIH? You're going to have a CDC investigate it. You have the people who funded it investigate it. So, you know, if somebody's going to investigate, it's not going to be the person who you'd logically expect to, to investigate it because the people you logically, logically expect to investigate it have spent a couple of years trying to tell us very directly that the obvious wasn't true. So you can't exactly have Fauci get it. So yeah, you end up with a, um, um, you end up with a, a, a Department of Energy involved in it, which is really, really kind of weird. Um, you know, I want to go back to this, Lois. Um, Trump was so correct about what is going on in government. That's why the left hated him, and he told all kinds of lies about him, trying to unseat him as president. I would say they did unseat him as president. Uh, they didn't try. They succeeded. They just didn't succeed as fast as they hoped to. But, you know, in time, what we've seen is time and again, you know, as Elon Musk again said uh, a couple of days ago, I'm sitting at a panel, and he goes, you know, the one thing that we've learned is that all those conspiracy theories that were being posed around about Twitter turned out to be true. And similarly, all the stuff they were throwing out about Donald Trump turned out to be nothing more than a Clinton cover-up operation uh, run by the DNC, run through the Department of Justice and other intelligence and the FBI, and with a with a goal of covering up Clinton culpability once again. And it was all a, a Democrat National Committee Clinton campaign uh, op operation to try to take down Trump. Which brought us to got us to the three years of Russia Russia Gate. Um, they unleashed the they unleashed the virus, and you know, and once again, nobody is saying in the federal government level that this was deliberately unleashed. Um, even if they pinpoint the lab as the origin, they're not saying this was a this was a planned biological warfare attack. 
Um, I think, you know, different, different people can agree or disagree. The problem is it's hard to really be able to prove, prove that, that it was, it, it certainly, but it certainly had the effect of one. Um, and without saying it was a biological weapon attack, I will say this, we do know that the Chinese shut down flights from Wuhan internally in their country immediately. As soon as they started having problems, they said, wait a second, we're shutting down. We don't want this spreading all over China. So they stopped, they stopped having flights come from Wuhan. They isolated the, the state of Wuhan, essentially. And yet, they continued having flights out of Wuhan to New York, San Francisco, Italy, Milan, Italy. So where did we get our outbreak? We got our big outbreak in Milan, Italy, where the Chinese from Wuhan, the, the leather trade in, in uh, Italy is some companies and the Chinese bought it, essentially. And so Italian leather out of Milan is now really owned by China. And so the Chinese were Chinese executives were flying back and forth doing normal business between Wuhan and uh, Milan. And guess what? Northern Italy got dis- got devastated by, by the virus. Now, the Chinese knew that the virus was tra- heavily transmittable, yet they said it wasn't. And they continued flying people who, who were... If not, who they would not allow to fly to Beijing, they allowed them to fly to Milan, they allowed them to fly to London, they allowed them to fly to New Delhi, they allowed them to fly to New York, they allowed them to fly to San Francisco and and L.A., they allowed them to fly all over the world. So was it deliberately released? I don't know. But the effect that the Chinese, what they did, it being very aggressive on shutting down the virus to their own people, they did not shut it down to the rest of the world. They did not self-isolate to the rest of the world. And as a result, the rest of the world had millions upon millions upon millions of people die. And the Chinese need to be held financially accountable for that. And we have to hold them, also hold them morally accountable. And the fact that we, and you know, I, I say this all the time, but I tried desperately not to buy stuff made in China. And, you know, for, and I've gone to, into retailers and I've said, is, I look at something, they say, yeah, this is made in China. I'll take it up. I said, do you have anything like this that's not made in China? If they say no, I said, well, I can't buy it because I won't buy stuff made by slave labor. And, you know, and then they look at me kind of dumbfounded and, you know, I walk out. But it's a, but unless we sit there and, and force the multinational companies to understand if it has a made in China label, the American consumer will not buy it. When the multinationals figure that out, they'll start getting their, they'll start getting their uh, sourcing elsewhere. But until then, they're going to, as long as they're making profit off of the cheap labor, they're going to continue to source it out of China. So the only way to really force this hand is we're the biggest consumer in the world. Stop buying their junk. Stop buying stuff made in China. And truthfully, our government needs to be saying we need the manu- drugs manufactured here. We can't be dependent on China for drug manufacturing. And for and we need steel made here. Donald Trump pushed hard to increase this, to make it so steel and aluminum manufacturing would come back to America. It has somewhat. It hasn't done as much as it should. More needs to be done there. You know, I'm, I'm not a big command and control guy from a federal government level on the economy, but darn it, there's some some industries we need for survival, some industries we need to be able to have an indu- capacity, be, if necessary, 
have an industrial base to be able to make war machines fast and efficiently. And unless we mine our mine the metals available to us, unless we're able to um, smelt the metals to make the to get make the steel to make the the various uh, components that are necessary to fly our planes and to to launch our ships, to push our to put, put our cars together, to put the batteries in the electric cars, unless we're able to do that, unless we're able to do that here, without being reliant upon China, without being reliant upon the Asian, the Asian Pacific, the, the Pacific Ocean, um, and having cargo ships travel across the Pacific Ocean, subject to being uh, killed by submarines. Until we, we have to manufacture this stuff, we have to create it here in America, Canada, Mexico, Central America. That's where we have to manufacture this stuff. We have to have land routes to be able to, to be able to have the things we have to have for our national security. And unless we're willing to do that, unless we're willing to fight for that, we're at the mercy of the Chinese. And that is the most dangerous thing at all because uh, a government that would put turn a blind eye toward a virus, which was created in one of their labs, in which they did everything they could to make certain that the rest of the world caught, the, caught it and got it. And you know, you can talk motive all you want, but that's what they did. Their policies put it, spread it around the world. You can't trust that government in Beijing to be a business partner on anything because they have absolutely no moral capacity whatsoever to be fair and honest in trade. So if you're just dealing with a business perspective, looking at trade partners and intellectual property and like, you cannot do business with China. And we have to, we have to send the message. And the only message that the multinationals will get, the only message that Walmart will get or a Target will get or any of those kind of retailers will get is if we go in and we don't, and we specifically, we see something made in China, we leave it on the shelf. If, you, if they don't have anything not made in China you need, you walk out the door, you find, you find something that does. The problem with an Amazon is you really can't see the sourcing because you're not looking at the package. So unless we demand that Amazon start putting the country of origin where it's manufactured, um, when you're buying retail on Amazon, don't buy their stuff. It might cost you a couple of extra dollars, but what's going what's to save you, it's going to save you the problem of not being able to get that stuff when you really need it because China is on a war footing with us and we cannot, we have to stop being relied on them. And the most, and the most effective weapon we have is, the, is each of our credit card. And if we don't buy Chinese stuff, our businesses will start getting it made elsewhere. Unfortunately, we will not get government leadership in this regard because the truth is our government is, um, this is, our government is, I'm not going to say captured, but um, but it's seemingly unable to do this. And if you can't do logical stuff, if you can't make, do things that make sense, um, and our government doesn't appear to be able to, I mean, heck, they're just catching up with the idea that the Wuhan virus might have come from Wuhan and from a lab in Wuhan. But anyway, um, yeah, it's a, uh, you know, I wanted to just 
take this little reminder tour because folks, you're the ones who were standing up and saying, yelling and screaming that this is a China virus. This came from Wuhan. We're not idiots. And you're the ones who got told to shut up, that you were crazy, that you had tinfoil hats and, and, were, and you were shunned. You weren't allowed. And some people who you, were, you thought were your friends would sit there and say, we can't, you know, we're not listening to this. You're, you're crazy. And they defriended you. And you had people in your own family who were sitting there fighting you with you over it. And the fact of the matter is, the Biden government is now effectively saying, hey, you weren't crazy when you said what was obvious to the entire world. Of course, this is the same Biden government that now is attempting to make it so um, the World Health Organization runs America's pandemic response. So it's not a, the, the pandemic, the Biden government hasn't suddenly gotten smart. No, they've focused, they've now changed their focus to outsourcing our, our sovereignty uh, when it comes to health care and making it so who, the who can sit there and tell us when we have, you know, declare pandemics and tell us how we have to respond to those pandemics. Same World Health Organization whose head was appointed by with a strong support of the Chinese government. So, you know, so let's not get too far in praising the Biden administration here. They're about they're about two and a half years too late on this, on declaring the obvious. And they did shadow, they did have their agent, you know, their various uh, intelligence agencies tell the various social media platforms that they should shutter us for talking about this. Quite honestly, they still are telling him to shutter us. If we talk about other subjects that are in the health field. So they don't get a lot of praise on this. What we're, what we're doing is we're just saying, hey, Joe, we know what you're up to and you're trying to get ahead of something and make it so you can say, oh, we found this out and you could be the hero. You spent two and a half years abusing the American people, killing our civil liberties over this. You don't get to come back now and say, gee, I discovered the obvious and suddenly try to march in front of the parade as being the great, uh, the, the person who discovered China was behind the China virus. So folks, with that, I'm going to close it out. I, I appreciate you hanging in and, uh, uh, you know, give, go to dailytorch.com. We're going to send out, if you're not already, subscribe via email. Subscribe via email. Go to dailytorch.com and subscribe. It's free. But we're going to do a, um, and subscribe on, in terms of whatever platform you're using. Uh, subscribe on the platform. It helps because that way you'll get notifications. But we're going to do another little update on this. But it, it, we're going to include, at least link the article from uh, October 2021, because it lays, Robert does a great job of laying out kind of the whole timeline of how of how this stuff, uh, uh, of what people were saying. And we were talking, we were the ones talking about Echo Health and saying Echo Health is the center of this, Peter Daszak's the center of this. And if Congress wants to actually do something, what they need to do is they need to put Peter Daszak under, under oath. They need to put the guy from Barrick, from North University, North Carolina, under oath, and we need to get we need to get those guys under oath, and force them to tell the truth about what the heck they were doing. And if they don't, put them in jail, because these obnoxious know-it-all scientists who will play with life and death and say because they're all just experimenting like it's a big old game. 
And then their little monster gets loose and kills 7 million people. And they want to talk about it like it's an academic exercise. It isn't an academic exercise. Your monster killed 7 million people. And Dr. Anthony Fauci sure appears as though funded it. So, yeah, that's something Congress do because American people need to learn the names, Peter Dajic and Ralph Barrick, because those are people who were the mad scientists who were actually doing the work that ended up, sure looks like it ended up being, at the end of the day, the killer of 7 million and the destroyer of civil liberties in America. So yeah, darn right they need to be in front of Congress. Darn right they need to be grilled. So with that, I'm gonna let you go. We'll be back on tomorrow. Have a great uh, have a great evening, and uh, go to dailytorch.com and uh, check out that article. Um, and we'll be put, we'll be sending out an article tomorrow. Be on our social media pages also. Take care, guys. Bye bye.